What's up, Cowboys Nation? We are live in Minnesota in the cold, minus eight degrees, and we're about to head to the game right now. Dallas Cowboys versus the Minnesota Vikings pregame. I'm just, I'm, I'm rambling here. Usually I write these out. Today I got too excited, and um, we're just getting ready to leave right now. So on this episode of the Cowboys Can Fan Podcast, we talk about us arriving here, our trip what we're going to be doing in the the next week or so. And uh, we ask you, audio listeners, to come join us and see that content on youtube.com slash podcast or just search Cowboys Can Fan Podcast will pop up. That's where you're going to see our, our week adventure here. We're going to be doing a couple of vlogs as the... The kids say, well, maybe we say that and the kids say something different. I don't know. But we're going to be vlogging our trip. So there'll be lots of fun content there. Get to put a, a face to the voices here. And um, I think my face will match my nasally voice. I think you'll be able to, to pick me out. So anyways, come join us there. But on this cast, we're talking the game. Cowboys versus Vikings. Justin Jefferson has promised a win. So F him. But um, we're going to see... Is he correct or did the Cowboys come correct and shut him down and and uh, roll into Minnesota and take a W home, a much-needed W? Uh, we also discussed the return of Zeke Elliott and the potential um, that that's going to have on the offense. We actually don't talk about that too much, but we bring it up at least once. Uh, there's other shit that we talk about. It doesn't really matter. It's a Cowboys uh, game preview live at the time that we did it, right here in Minnesota. So, um, yeah, crack them if you got them, and uh, let's get into this. It's almost sad. <laughs> it's almost sad that we don't have an intro song. No intro song today? Hey, who cares? <laughs> we, we got one better than an intro song. We are currently live in Minnesota, Minnesota, Minneapolis, baby. So, I mean, no intro. As you can see, we got the show on the road today. So stuff's a little bit, uh, it's our setup too, which yeah. is fine. Um, it's our road dog setup. It's road our dog, road dog Jesse setup. James. So a little back, a little back uh, behind baseball. We traveled down to, to Minneapolis yesterday. We left Canada at, what time was it, guys? 8, 8 a.m. Adam picked me up from my place at 4 a.m., picked up AJ at 3.15 a.m. Yesterday was a long fucking day. Let's just. A long yesterday day. was a long day. Long I day. think we are f- either we're fully recovered or we're just too excited. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited today. I wasn't feeling great yesterday. I kind of had a headache most of the day. I'm I'm ready to fucking go today, boys. And this morning when Ants wouldn't shut up, and I was like, <laughs> you know how I know you're better? He's like, I won't stop talking. I'm like, that's exactly. I what barely I talked to yesterday. Now we're feeling good, man. We're feeling Woo! good. Yeah. We're Perfect in, timing. We're in minute. Oh, I'm I'm moving around too much with this thing. Okay, you, I won't you, move. You were definitely a questionable. Yesterday, yesterday, yep. and but doesn't matter. I couldn't. I, I, I was. My head was just fucking pounding the whole time. And we did that to screw up the defense. They didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know if they should prepare for you or not. So, but I'm, I'm large and in charge today. Got been uh, slamming water. Been slamming Gatorade. Been sl- slamming Prime. Whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. I made him buy Prime, the Logan Paul uh, KSI <laughs> drink. I made them both buy Prime. Ant just took it and he made fun of me and then Alex just complained about three ninety nine for it. And I just say, Hey, look, it's healthier than Gatorade, get your electrolytes, get rehydrated. I need my boys. Nothing's better than water though. Nothing is better than water. Science says different, but that's, that's com- he's completely accurate with that. Okay, hey. 
We're here. We're Get, here. We're leaving to the game. And what time do? What time are we heading down? In an hour or so? About yeah. an hour, roughly. We we the game kicks off at three fifteen. Three twenty five. We should actually check that right now. Yeah. It's three twenty five. Three twenty five CST. So I don't even know how to calculate that to PST or EST. I think it's it's one twenty five PST uh, four twenty five right. EST. Yeah. So we'll be heading down to tailgate. Uh, yeah, within an hour. It's. 18 degrees Fahrenheit, about minus 3 Celsius right now. So it's, it's not freezing. Well, it's below freezing, but it's not, like, undoable. Like, we, we went yeah. out last night. It yeah. wasn't that bad. Last the sun, night was fine. The sun's out. With the sun out, it should be good. And, and once we huddle in, in the, uh, as a pack with There's whatever, no sound. There's no sound. What up, what up, no sound. Mother effer. There's no sound. Sup, Kilo. There's no sound. Oh, my goodness. Hang on. We were just talking. <laughs> oh my gosh! What a bunch of what a bunch of jabronis! Oh, I got sound. Do you got sound? Okay, we got sound right there. We got sound. I started going into full mime. What happened? I don't know, guys. I'm watching the sound now. I'm not gonna. I I tried to get your computer going, and then <laughs> look it wasn't at these working. lovable goobers. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we back. Right. Okay, now that we got, are, are we are we. There we go. Yeah, we're good. good. We're good okay. with our sound. Let's uh let's We're going to we're just going to do this raw. There's no intro music on the live stream. There's no uh we we don't have anything coming up on the screen. So whatever we're talking about, you're just going to have to take our word for it. We have no visualizations cuz for whatever reason I can't get your Doesn't matter. Let's kick into it. They don't need we're we're on the road to Minnesota. We just talked about traveling down here yesterday. We're live. We're going to be heading down to the stadium in about an hour to do some tailgating pregame. Uh we're just going to talk about what we're hoping to see. Hopefully we see a Cowboys victory. The Cowboys got to get back on track after that loss to Green Bay Packers last week. Minnesota's coming off that huge win against the Bills with that improbable catch by Justin Jefferson, who we will be talking about, who isn't 100% today, which is great news for us. Justin Jefferson is not 100% today. That's great news for us. Hopefully, I'm going to say it. I hope he gets banged up enough that he doesn't make it through the full game. Is that bad to say? No, No, it's not. Why is he, oh, turf toe? Tur- hey, that's a bitch. People always joke about this turf toe and say, like, Michael Thomas had it, and they kind of make d- digs at it, saying it's, oh, it's a toe. Like, you got guys out here with sprains and, and, and uh, fractures that can play, but you got a turf toe and you can't do anything. I heard it's pretty, uh, it holds you up pretty bad if you have turf toe. Uh, chat's asking, um, Justin Jefferson uh, guaranteed a win. What's your thoughts on him guaranteeing a win against We were going we to hop into that. So Justin Jefferson guaranteeing a win. I honestly love the fact that he did that. I, I, I don't... I don't feel like it plays out too well in the person's favor that often when they say that. Realistically, if he, if he they do win, it's like, okay, you beat the Cowboys. But the bigger story is now he's he's put a target on his own back yeah. now. Yeah. Why would you ever want to do that? I, it, in fairness, I think the target was was always there. However, what better way to like fire, I mean, up, now, a, fire up a defense? Yeah, but I yeah. mean, now if they lose, if the if Minnie loses, like obviously oh, as a target sure, on his yes. back... Because, because he's, he's the best player, best wide receiver in the NFL. Right. But now, if they lo- if they lose, people are going to be coming back to him saying, "Why didn't you just shut the fuck up? Why did you have to go out there and spout off and give a defense that's coming off a couple shitty games more fire, more b- uh, bulletin board material?" That's right. That's right. And 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 speaking of which, the Cowboys really need to have a game. I think that like they they need to bounce back defensively. 
And I'm not even saying, oh, we need to solve this issue today about the run game because that's an obvious hole. I think what you got to do in these scenarios, we <coughs> chatted a little, just a quick little nipple of it um, earlier, but I think you capitalize on where your strengths are and you bend as much as you can in those areas where you're weak. So basically, let's shut down the passing as much as we can. Let them run the ball and just try to stop them from m- making those big third downs. Yeah. So I'm, I I do like what you're saying, actually. I just watched a, a documentary about um, Jimmy Johnson, and it was talking about in their Super Bowl against the Bills, they just decided to let Thurman Thomas run. They said, we're going to play with two down linemen, and we're going to let him get what he gets because they didn't want their the no-huddle pass attack. So you're kind of saying something similar to that. Give them, like, maybe not just give it to them, but, like, don't try to change the don't your philosophy. Sh- exactly. Your, your, um, Let's scheme for for Justin Jefferson in a passing game. And the shitty thing is we know Dalvin Cook is is uh, an incredible running back too. But less big play chance potential if you focus on shutting down those. The only thing with letting the run go is it's such a yes. driving force to everything else you do. So like if if they're killing us in the run, like I don't want that I don't want another team to rush for over 200 yards against us in the, the third consecutive week. No. Like that's it's it is super important to at least hold them in check a little bit, right? Like It is, but the it's a mentality thing too. If you're planning on stopping the run and you can't, that's a little bit more yeah. defeating than if you're like we we're we're planning for this. So like of course, yeah, don't give don't like open up holes for them, but my point is don't take away from the uh, passing defense and bring someone up to because that's when we got burned. That's how we got burned by Aaron Rodgers. They did that exact and, and the the Packers. They ran, now they were running down our fucking throat. So I, who knows? They might have just continued to run. But they had three massive touchdowns to this no name, and I don't mean that disrespectingly. Now he's on everyone's fucking waiver wire or was, but Christian Watson just went yeah. off. Yeah, and I don't know, like. Read online, you're going to get fingers pointing in all directions, but that's what we want. We have to avoid that scenario. The, the, the scenario that we have, and they're actually talking about it in chat, Kahuna and, and EJ are kind of bringing some p- good points up about the Vikings. Uh, the, obviously, we want to shut down Justin Jefferson, but then you have uh, Thielen, who's open. Then you also have Cook, who's available. So right now, we have some three major offensive weapons and I don't think you could just focus on your attention on one person. I mean, we did a really good job with Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase when we played against the Bengals. Yeah. It's a similar scenario in my mind. Now, now Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, yeah. they're, right, they're right up there together. They're both very, very, they, very, and then very good. Joe Mixon and uh, Cook. I mean, Cook, you could say, is the better running well, you back. Could go, you could go either way. I could, I could I make think, an argument yeah. saying Joe Mixon's the better overall. You could go either way. They're, but either I, way. they're very similar, saying. though. Uh, the point I, is, the weapons are there. I got an important question. Yep. And uh, I'm sure people in the chat want to know. I want to know what your guys' over-under for how many beers you're going to have. <laughs> how many wow. beers you're going to have prior to going into the stadium. And before you answer that, this is actually, I think, the first time we've ever went live on the cast. Yeah, without with actually alcohol. drinking. Yeah, this is the first. I don't think this is no, the first No time. intro music, no sound, which is common. Uh, no intro music, uh, no graphics, no nothing on the screen. We're raw and we're dry. This is a dry cast. Yeah, so if anyone that's listening for the first time, we're live in Minneapolis right now. That's why we don't have our, our usual setup. Um, but yeah, we're going to be getting at it. But back to my question, how many? what's your guys' over-under over for under. how many drinks you're going to have before you go into the stadium? 
I think I got a pretty easy one. I think I set mine at 6.5. 6.5? Okay, so if we're just tailgating and we're not sitting down to eat food... Uh, I got to eat something. Okay, so if we're going to sit down for eat food, I'll probably have... I don't... Time out. I don't think we can sit down to eat. I think we do need to just grab like a sandwich or something from Trader Joe's. A sandwich? And then eat, sandwich? eat, walk. Adam hates that idea. I, but do you want to waste an, do you want to waste an hour and a half sitting no, inside no, no, some no, pub, no, or no, do you no. want to be walking around no, crushing no. beers yeah, and, yeah. and eating a sandwich that you bought from and, Trader and, Joe's? And I'll probably buy a twenty dollar hot dog in the. Arena. Oh yeah, I'll oh, yeah, eat in the sure. arena hundred percent. Okay, so what's your over under? I, I think I'll I'll douse four drinks pregame. I think that's just, it. Just, that's classic. Sorry, sorry. You gotta out, do outside, 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 so, outside. Four, four is not a good over under. No, but I was what I four point five. My thought is that it's going to be pretty cold outside, so drinking four, and I'll probably maybe shotgun one or two. Ugh. So I'll probably do six. I, I mine's gonna be low. Like I, I, like I said, we were on mute when I was saying I'm, I'm coming off sickness here. I'm just feeling better today. This is the first day I'm feeling kind of back to, to myself a little bit. So I'm not gonna go too crazy. I'm gonna say two and a half. Kilo uh, says cracking water over there. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I go over on ants. I go. Adam, I'm going your... over on all of ours, to be honest. Yours was six and a half. Ads was four and a half. Mine's two and a half. I'd be if very we, surprised if we're not over If we add shotguns, I'm easily over six and a half. Here, yeah, here's the thing. We're in enemy territory, so and it's cold outside, yep. even for us Canadians. So I'm not too concerned about the tailgating. I think we want to get into the U.S. Bank Stadium. I'd crack a couple more in inside the stadium and I kind like of. I like to use every facility, all the washrooms. I like to walk <laughs> Alex needs to know the lay like of the a, land like for his dog, facilities. I... Yeah, he's walk around, <laughs> figures figures his move out. But I think we know that our Thanksgiving Day game <clears throat> is going to be the one where we're going to be in full force. We have our freaking cooler backpack that we're going to be walking around. We're going to be interacting with a lot of uh, cowboy fans today. The goal is we to heard, try to. We heard, sorry. Yeah, today's to try to. That's okay. Today's to try. We're trying to find cowboy fans and not freeze our balls. But we last night we went out, um, had some real interesting burgers. I forget the place, but the uh, waitress sat down with us. Blue, blue balls, blue balls, blue balls, blue balls, blue balls, uh, cabaret and cafe. Um, but she said there was a lot of cowboys fans. Well, even on the flight down, yeah, we flew out of Toronto Pearson Airport down to Minneapolis, and there was. There was quite a few Cowboys fans on, I, on the plane. Yeah, there was two guys that like came from, were on our, we met right in the uh, terminal. If you remember the, the dad and son, I guess. Yep. It, maybe they were boy, boyfriends, I don't know. But they looked like, <laughs> either or. And then there was... Uh, there, some guess. people probably think about us. They probably think yeah. we're all boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, three yeah, dudes. As you can see, I'm, I have my hand on Ant's back. because <laughs> yeah. I, I just don't want him to break down and start getting too sick. Thanks. And and upset. So I'm going to like rub his back the whole time. Okay, let's hop into some yeah. stats here. here. Here's a stat I'm going to throw at you. Throw him. And it's really interesting. Is it a Kirk Tony Cousins Pollard throw? has 621 yards, leading the Cowboys now after those those uh, back-to-back games without Zeke. Yep. Dalvin Cook has 727 yards. He's only has 100 yards more, and he's playing every single I think he round. was hurt a couple games. Okay, okay. <clears throat> but uh, that, that does, yeah. I like you, like you were saying, Dalvin Cook doesn't scare me as much as Jefferson does. I think we could, I personally think our defense can step up and have a game where we stop both of them. And we were speaking of the over-under. The over-under here is 49 points. For the Cowboys game. For the Cowboys games, yes. Sorry. Yeah. So the over, yeah, so the over-under for uh, points scored today is 49. So that's that's pretty normal. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys are actually favorited by yeah. minus two. I do don't like, I don't love that. I don't like that we're favorited against a home team that's eight and one. And did you see the NFL Network? I think it was NFL Network, but they have, uh, they did about 10... Um, they have about ten people who predict. 
Yep. And, and we usually like to see the Cowboys being underdogs. Well, it was about five five people thought Cowboys were going to win. Five people thought. Ooh, Mike it's like a fitty. So, it's again, like a fitty. Ant hates. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so I see. I see talking boys with the boys is in the house. What's going on, guys? And they actually brought up a good Kirk Cousins stat here. He's two and eight versus Dallas all time. Justin Jefferson has five catches, 101 yards in two games versus Dallas. Dalvin Cook versus. So what they're basically saying here with these stats is the Vikings don't show up, but. They're eight and one this year. I mean, it's it's good to look. I like I like looking back and seeing. It's always nice to see stats against prior seasons and stuff, and stats prior years. But they're eight and one this year, coming off a huge victory against the Bills. Their, can you bring up their win streak? The, the last what is it? The last couple of games they've only won by one point though. So like so, all of their games have been been won so very very closely. Let me so go. I would rather. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Aj. Let's no, see. The, the last five weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Five weeks here. Um, Chicago. They these are all all wins. They won by seven points, uh, 16 to 24. So a little bit of a, a bitter victory versus Miami. 26 to 34 versus Arizona, 17 to 20 versus Washington, and Buffalo 30 to 33. In probably the year's best. So uh, I th- the game of the year. So they've been winning almost by like a, a like a score. A for score every single game. For, for most games. Well, they beat the they beat the Dolphins, who are I'd say on this list probably the, they've beat the Dolphins and the Bills. That's to me a more important stat than yeah, anything true. they did prior seasons. But within within eight points, basically. I just so. don't like the fact that we're minus two away against an eight and one team. It just seems kind of it seems stupid. I don't understand why we're favorited. It doesn't. It does. It doesn't make sense to me. Because they, because yeah. they, when whenever they're looking at it, they look at the same way that you were uh, worried about uh, us last week because. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a cowboy killer. You look at how Kirk Cousins performs against the Dallas Cowboys. You look at how yeah, but Dallas we were favorite, does. We were against... favorited last week too. No, I, I'm just that's yeah. why I don't. That's True. Why, yeah, this, okay. is, this is why I don't like being favorited. Yeah, I don't we like were, being favorited either. We that was the first time the Packers had been a minus five at Lambeau in fucking who knows how long. I don't. I don't like being favorited when we're the away team, especially when we're coming off a, a win or a loss that we should have won. It just makes me a little bit nervous. Another thing I want to look Don't at be here nervous, is, see? Hey, is see, this right? is why he needs me to he's not looking down. He's looking at the chat right now. So 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 here are the plays for first down per oh, game. Sorry, Alex. Yep. I and uh, EJ says they beat the Dolphins without Tua. Not th- not not that not that it changes what you're saying. They but beat the Bills with Josh Allen. That uh, Yeah, exactly. I mean, they still, you know, yep. It's still the Dolphins. They still have, they still they still have decent players, right? But I do still see what he said. I do see what he's saying. That is a good point. KJ, what were you saying? Um, so Jeez, get this man and crack him. Fuck. So uh, uh, passes or and rushes for first yard per game. Minnesota are doing about thirteen average passes, six rushes. I like I like that. What on first down? Yeah. So that got, so they throw it they more throw it on first down. Twice over twice as much for. What's first the Cowboys? Down. How often do we? How often do we? throw or run on first down first for uh first is dallas 10 passes this is average per game uh, Dal- uh, and seven rushes so we usually pat we usually, we usually pass, pass on first down too it, guys, it could be telling on where you are doing that that first uh making that first down like yep. if you're third and um whatever i think that's the other thing that that is a big concern is that third down efficiency justin um, jefferson over a thousand yards over a thousand yards already, yeah. I honestly think though the way CD's been playing with Dak, maybe CD's over a thousand if he had Dak the full year. True. 
I mean, yeah. I think it possibly or higher, closer to a thousand at least. Yeah, this is the, the relationship that Dak and the chemistry that Dak and CDs had the last few games. It's getting better. Sans CD uh, altering that that route um, from that and last that, game. That was the game that he had his fucking career game. I would last say. week. Yeah, last it was week, yeah. 150 yards. I think it was 11 catches, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Which I'm not gonna I'm not gonna eat his lunch no, if he messes good. up like that. You know. Mm, well, I mean, it's still pretty. You can't be. You can't be the number one. And make and you can't be a wa- you can't be a number one wide receiver and hang out your quarterback to dry. You can't cut in front of or you can't run behind the safety. You got to you got to stay in the CD Lamb today. We'll so yeah. what we're talking about is last week when CD ran the route uh, on Dak's second interception where he ran behind the safety, safety when he should have cut in front of him on a timing route. Yeah. But that's that's here there here or there. We're moving past. We're moving past. It's Minnesota Day, baby. Two two areas of concern that I never even thought about because I don't. Maybe I just don't think that much about Minnesota's defense. I don't know Minnesota. why. But Zadarius Smith has nine and a half sacks, and Harrison Smith, the Smith brothers. The Smiths. Uh, Harrison Smith has four interceptions. Both of those numbers are better than Parsons and Diggs. So. Uh, Harrison, Harrison Smith is probably one of the best safeties. I mean, that's the thing. He's a safety. Diggs is a cornerback. But um, Harrison Smith is a great player. He, he always turns up against us. And then uh, his Smith counterpart on the line, yeah, nine and a half sacks. Ain't, ain't gonna scoff at that hey we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far we gotta pay some bills real quick stick with us welcome to another round of drawing board or miro board today we talk brainstorms with ux designer brian let's go first question you thought you'd see everyone's idea in the team brainstorm but you've got a grand total of one drawing board or miro board drawing board right because in Miro, the team can add ideas now or later. And with privacy mode, we can keep them anonymous until they're good to share. Correct. Next, you need the best way to explain your idea, but all you have is a few sticky notes. Drawing board or Miro board? Drawing board. Because, you know, in Miro, I could record videos, add text, images, links, and digital sticky notes, of course. Present my thoughts the way I want. Right again. Now, you're looking for a past idea you thought was just genius. Only you could find... Oh! There it is. Drawing board or... Miro. Our finished and unfinished work lives in one place. And he's one. Join over 60 million people getting ideas noticed in Miro Brainstorms. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. I hate it when people say they got to pay bills, but we just had to pay bills. Let's get back to the podcast. No, I mean, it's been a blessing. The O-line has been a blessing for the most part of this season. Um, so hopefully that's not as scary. But it just goes to show they have playmakers, too, on, on defense, and so that can't be ignored. You're going to have to play some pretty damn good football. on Fundamental offense, football. Fundamental. Shout out to Lila, a.k.a. Bandwagon Baba, for the super chat. Yeah, uh, beer, the beer, first round is on you. Beer money, LOL. Hey, uh, <laughs> first, nice. first round. Even when I'm 38, year old, 38 years old, my mom still Thanks. gives me mommy. Thanks, Thanks mom. mom. Thanks, mom. <laughs> so we're i'm pretty excited so guys but we're done <laughs> no we got to get into i think we got to get into some of our boldies or what do you want do you have any yeah, other I'll, articles up here that we want to chat about nothing really i mean i oh, guess can we, we didn't because we didn't do a, a mid-game show can mid-week we talk show midweek show and i know we wanted to move past the um packers loss but after that packers loss uh there i wouldn't say there's controversy but micah kind of talking in the dressing room about stepping up and things like that do we want to I think we up? just yeah. I no. think we just move past the the Packers game. Okay, My, but we we can. Oh, sorry, that feel like I shut you down. Yeah, on on did. a stage you it's always gotta those, go. It's one of those days. On know? a stage you gotta go with it. I will say this: 
yeah, Micah came out, him and Dalton Schultz came out. They kind of got in some people's faces, said some stuff. Let's we'll see if it works out or not today. Now, here's the only thing. Oh, the vape is out. The vape is out. It's it's master. It's fully charged. uh, Didn't Schultz also run a bad? Schultz and Schultz and uh, on both of those interceptions, Schultz and CD altered their routes. Yep. They and, they instead of growing, going where they're supposed to, they did they, they didn't run the right route. Yeah. So what's Schultz doing, getting in people's faces, face about, or is, it, or is he going? He's a pass of the buck. It was me. No, that's he, right. uh, no. I think he's a pass <laughs> passer of the buck. Uh, so fucking you, buck passing. I got, I got I got three things on from, the uh, on the Vikings or uh, just a blog. And the boys had an article here. Um, Can I just tell you guys a stat that EJ yep. Savage said? I yeah, kind of want to get your take on it. It's about the it's about the Vikings. So. He goes, Cook averages 5.4 yards uh, yards per carry on first downs, and he thinks that the second down is is where our, our defense needs to really step up. It's our money down, so we've got to stop them from gains on that down. I think, obviously, if someone like EJ Savage, uh, who brings up a lot of great points, you would hope that our defensive uh, coordinator, Lieutenant Dan's looking at that, and our defensive team. can. I just want your take, Ant, since you were a defensive player in football, when you game plan all week and then stuff starts to crumble, what are some of the major factors on why a defense would crumble uh, after a full week of prep? Now, obviously, they could be prepping the wrong game films. The formations could be different. Um, offense could be over-prepping and better-prepping. Um, Personnel. <clears throat> Personnel could be a big one, too. And it's one of those things. It's it, you get tired out. It it all it plays into fact. Like say the say the Vikings, and I'm just this is just speculation. Say the Vikings they get, they start off the ball and they go on a 90 yard, you know, 11 play drive. Then our offense comes out, goes three and out. Then the defense comes back and they get another big drive against them. Offense comes out and goes three and out again, which they did the last. Defense is bagged. Yeah, the defense is yeah. bagged, right? So. It's one of those things that you could prepare all you want all week, but then if your offense, and I'm going to call the offense out a little bit because it's happened, I think, twice in the last three games where they've started the game off with two three and outs, which you yeah, can't do you that. You can't do that at all. Uh, you can, I, mean, I can understand maybe one three and out, but the back-to-backers and then having the team go on long drives against your defense just tires them out, and uh, it's a it's a becomes a mental tire too, right? Like if this guy keeps every time he touches the ball, he picks up 10 yards. Yeah. It ends up yeah, these guys are human, right? They end up getting frustrated. They end up then they end up trying to maybe do a little bit more themselves and now they're not staying in their gaps. Yeah. So I, I think there's also a factor that is missed because it's not a tangible thing. Um it's not playing out on the field necessarily. The result is and it's a big reason why a coach is so important and I, I don't know if Mike McCarthy's this guy, but someone who can control uh, uh, the morale of a locker room in wins and losses and knows how to challenge their players not to bring up another team, but the Raiders, we just saw... The Raiders! We just saw uh, Derek Carr, Derek Carr crying on the yeah. stadium about, about his team. That is, like, that's just... You don't want to see that... Ever. Ever. Yeah. Even if it is happening in the and locker the, room. And the, so, so I'm... My, yeah. And the same way you don't want to see the reverse, which is Aaron Rodgers uh, calling out smack and, like... Sorry, yeah. sorry. Actually, Aaron Rodgers is a bad point. You don't want to see fuck, Russell, Aaron, fuck Aaron Rodgers. You don't want to see Russell Wilson, who is just so tone, so tone deaf that the team doesn't respond to your quarterback uh, as well. Like you could see personnel are, issues around what, there. But it's it's about knowing how to motivate your team, yeah. and and e- each method could work well differently. You want to obviously build, uh, bring in players who are going to operate under how you like to coach. But that's just the thing. Like Mike McCarthy gets some flack, and it's funny. 
but maybe he has the ingredients that are necessary to like like that's the intangible thing that we don't see. Is he a very is he good at controlling the locker room and keeping everyone moral how but but also you you do want to you do want people to um be able to like be expressive and yeah. emotional. And so it's a t- it's a it's a tightrope walk. I, right? I think that Mike McCarthy doesn't have the intensity. I think what what we see what we would see is that the uh, the cornerback coach people respect they'll respect Lieutenant Dan uh, I, know, I don't think he, I don't think anybody respects Kellen Moore and then Mike McCarthy who should be that tone setter in the room I think when people say we're gonna go and win this game from our for our coach I think that's not I don't think I don't think Mike McCarthy has the relationship with the team but it's also like you but what are you basing to. that off no, of it's nothing, nothing. <laughs> just assumption just hearing hearing him talk and seeing him on sounds of the sideline seeing game room film hearing him talk afterwards that i just don't see that type what about of when coach he gets intensity zach, what about when he gets zach martin breaks stuff down it looks like they're all having a good time yeah I, th- I don't think mike mccarthy gets enough credit for when shit goes good and then i think he gets shit on a little bit absolutely that's the point. when and shit goes coach, bad you take all the shit as a as a, any sort of leader if you want to, if you like, maybe he doesn't really give a shit who you respect. And if he sees, okay, these guys are connecting with my with my coaches, I, I don't give a shit if they li- if they listen to him. This team runs through me. Yeah, and part of that is being like, yeah, go coach your defense, go coach your offense. I, I will say that I'm just I, I am I just finished reading the Jimmy Johnson Swagger book, so I'm, I'm obviously Re- coming reading up. question mark. Yes. Uh, listening. Audible? It's reading. Again, He's. this is like getting... I got to get Ant some alcohol because he keeps just shutting me down this whole fucking podcast from the get-go. I just. Uh, you said reading. Yeah, but I'm just... Anyways, doesn't matter. Really reading, listening. I just I just finished listening to Jimmy Johnson's book. Was it good? Yeah, it was very give good. Us, give us a rating out of uh, five stars. Uh, I would give it an eight out of ten. And I could have been... <laughs> uh, an four eight out of five. Oh, sorry. Uh, four or five. Yeah, four to five. Only because... Jimmy Johnson didn't read the or narrate the Audible book, uh, and the thing that I was missing was some of his earlier. It was it was it was almost like there was chapters that I wanted to go a little bit more in detail, but all all of the stuff about him building the Cowboys and taking them from a one and uh, what it was a one and fifteen yeah. record to to seven and nine, and then to winning the Super Bowls, it was all really good. Some decent insight into the relationship with uh, Jerry Jones that we didn't see there before, but just hearing him talk and then Any nudity. Lots of nudity in it. Lots Any of drugs. Yeah, this is where I took my shirt off and I just started <laughs> baiting. Uh, but yeah, anyways, um, I don't know where I was going with that. It's eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. So we need to we cause we got to kind of speed this shit up because we got to be leaving here pretty, pretty quick. Pretty. Well, let's go. Each oh, of us. Uh, what? Two two other things. Uh, on the. Uh, okay, sorry. Go ahead. See. <laughs> go, go, no, no, go, go ahead. Go now. No, 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 I'm done. I'm done. Go two other things. Nope. Okay. So. <laughs> is it from Chad? Uh, it was from chat, but well, then let's hit. Let's nope. hit it. We're going to. I'm going to hit the chat. We're going to keep rolling. We're going to keep rolling. We want it. Hey, we're going to keep rolling. His book will go down in the Cowboys Hall of Fame, but not himself. Yeah. Okay, so I just basically want to get one point from each of us. What we have to do to come away with a victory and make sure that we're we don't go zero for two for live games together. Oh God. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to go back to this article and just read one of them. Uh, we already covered that they need to contain just Justin Jefferson. And in fact, I agree. We need to hold on to the ball. Keeping the ball out of the, the Vikings' hands, that's going to mean Time of not throwing the ball 40-plus times, whatever it was last week. Oh, 47? We just saw, we just 40, saw, yeah, 46, we just, 47. Was it, this, uh, was it this Thursday we just saw? Yeah. Um, the Titans beat, yes. beat uh, Green Bay, and they threw it 27 times. Yeah. 
20 that's, less. It's not like they r- rushed it 40 times, but nope. they, they had more rushing attempts. So there's the recipe that I think they need to follow. And that's obviously we're playing. So you're thinking game, time of possession. We got to have time of possession and not throw 47 or 46. Action and throw the, 40 times. Ever. But I think those two things are. Are huge. Well, no, I think they like coexist. Like to hold on to the ball, you can't be throwing yeah. 48 times. Yep. Add, what do you got? Uh, right in line with uh, Alex, and one of the things I was going to bring up in chat that EJ was saying is that Justin Jefferson, is, uh, his target share has been over fifty percent. So if we shut Jefferson down, that's half of their offense, yep. and that's a good, uh, good containment. I definitely think that I am worried that uh, let's say Diggs uh, shuts Jefferson down, um, our other secondaries are probably going to get a little bit of their their butts handed to them so that's that's a big it's a big word so i think it's a big secondary game in my opinion today um and i want to see i want to see micah be micah from the first half of the season not not playing fucking linebacker and what was uh, up with that last week i don't the last two weeks actually i don't like i don't I, I know they're trying what they're trying to do is they're trying to move them um off the line to help with the running game but then they don't give the guy any any protection they basically they had him playing middle linebacker and with no blocking and then it's such an easy block for a guard to pick up like if yep. you're gonna have if you're gonna have micah playing linebacker let the guy be free ra- uh free range where your front where the other front seven are picking up blocks and then micah has the yeah. free free to roam, that, right? That, that experiment is Get him on the fucking line. Get yeah. him on the Back fucking line. Yeah, look at how everybody else plays when he's on the line and he's and he's doing Micah things. Is D Law out today? Yes. Okay, so D Law being out. D Law be, being out, we definitely need Micah up on that front. Probably see a lot more Sam Williams today too, then. Which D-Law. isn't a bad thing. The twins. Yeah, that's what, what uh, EJ's bold prediction is Sam Williams sack fumble, digs two nice. interceptions. Nice. So I, I I do believe you put Micah on the line, you will see Sam Williams step up. Um I hope we get a good game out of uh, Bland if he if he ends up if he ends up uh, playing most of the reps. I think I'm pretty sure Anthony Brown's back. I think he's got a concussion protocol, which is huge for us. Uh, Anthony Anthony Barr's back. Um, Looks like Zeke's back, which is good. That's going to help out everything. What I want to see the most is I don't want to see a team run for over 200 yards against us for the third consecutive week. I really, really want us to stop the run. Do I want Justin Jefferson to have a heyday? No, but I also want us, like AJ said, control the clock a little bit better, and that starts with not allowing them to rush for over 200 yards. So I I really don't want to see a team rush for over 200 yards again. I think we have to stop it. If we don't want a chance of beating this team, they have to rush for under 200 yards. Right. Boosh. Boosh, baby. Boosh, baby. Now, uh, do we want to get into our bolds? Yeah, bold, boldy score predictions, and that's out. We will be live once we're back from the stadium. We will be heading to the stadium in probably like 45 minutes here. That's why we're kind of trying to speed this up a bit just because we got to get ready and head down and be on the live, yeah, and if live you prim- from the stadium. If you primarily follow us on YouTube, check out our Instagram or TikTok because we'll be going, we'll be posting story stuff there, but we will be vlogging this entire week. Um, we'll, we'll be doing something on YouTube t- once or twice every single day this entire week. So if you're uh, just listening to audio, if you're just listening to audio and you want to see some visual actions, we're going to be going, we're going to be ground floor, not at the game. We'll be up <laughs> in the nosebleeds, but we'll be on the, we'll be boots on the ground. We'll be boots on the ground. Um, Eric Serato style shout out, shout at, out. at us bank stadium tailgating with some Viking fans. We're going to find our Cowboys nation. And then we're going to be road tripping to Dallas this week. Um, spreading that can fan love. So just search uh, 
Cowboys Can Fan Podcast on, yep. on YouTube or, or YouTube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. And if you're watching this and you and you enjoy hearing us talk, make sure you watch those game day vlogs. Uh yeah. because it uh we, we put a lot of heart and soul. Okay, let's get our let's, body. Let's get our boldies here, guys. Um okay, so bolds or scores? Either one. I don't care. Either one. Oh god. Go uh, both. <laughs> I didn't have if Turpin takes if, t- if Turpin takes one back, y'all got to storm that field. We uh, snuck in some screech. <laughs> um, bold I'm prediction. I, I'm thinking we're going to see a close one. It's an away game. Um, just gives me a little bit of, you know, it's not a, a far travel day, which is because we're going to be doing the same trip, uh, driving, probably not flying in Jerry's private jet. But uh, I'm going to say twenty four twenty one Cowboys. Okay. Whoa, that's close. Yep. Then right into a bold prediction. Oh, well, AJ always gets fucked with being the first one to have to say it's okay. it. <laughs> it gives us time to think, I know. think of what I've been thinking about one. It's going to be an odd game. I think we're going to see Tony Pollard rush for 100 plus yards, but not get a touchdown. And Zeke's going to be under 50 yards, but have two touchdowns. Okay. There it is. Um, score prediction for me. I'm going to go. I think we get back on track against Mini. I, I really am expecting the win. Uh, do we get a 30-burger? I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say we score 34 points today, and we allow – we kind of figure out our stuff on defense again. Michael Parsons comes up big a few times. Uh, we're going to hold them to 24. 34-24 Cowboys. And my bold prediction, I'm going to go with the chat there. I'm going to say Turpin touchdown. Turpin time touchdown. It's got to it's gotta happen eventually, right? Yeah. Any specific? Yeah, I guess it's not bold enough, is it? I think no. I got to. I got to put. You got to put at least the, the punt uh, return after after week ten. Okay, okay. Turpin special teams or, or Tur- fuck you want bold Turpin two touchdowns. Okay, and no, just two touchdowns. That's no bold. category. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like it. Like that. Um, mine is going to be close to what Anth said. Thirty-one uh, twenty-one for them boys. And I do feel like I'm going to get that clone zone um, nice. sweep today. Oh, you're going for the clone zone, the trio. Yeah. Anyone that doesn't know what the clone zone is, it's Dalton Schultz, Jake Ferguson, and uh, Peyton Hendershot. They're the clone zone because they all look so fuck. Like if you don't see, if you just erase their numbers and you were watching them, you wouldn't know who was who. Yeah. Now, now an alteration to the bold is that uh, there's. Uh, I want three tight end touchdowns today from the clone zone because McKeon is uh, technically a clone zone. Oh, he, so he can count into there. So okay. it has to be three out of the four of them are going to, we're going to see a three out of three okay of them that. out of the four are going to get a touchdown. I'm all right with fair, that. Fair. I think that's a fair, fair enough. That's a, that's a boldy. That's a boldy. I'm excited. I hope we get a win. I'm kind of, this is our first time at an away game. So I'm interested to see how, yeah. how we are. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of Cowboys fans there. I do, but we are going to be up in the nosebleeds. It's going to be interesting to see we, how well we're received because well, I, I can only be myself. Like I get excited when I watch football games. I, I do think do and you, I do my best to not get punched out. I think a lot of fans, I think we will see a lot of uh, Cowboy fans there today strictly because I, I, I feel like people did exactly what we were doing um, after at, like early on in the season, the tickets were, for this game specifically were were fairly uh, were priced fairly uh, compared to now. Yeah, cost effective. They were they were, they were they cheap. Were, they were cheap prices. when we bought. I don't them. know why cheap. I said cheap prices. <laughs> Fuck my. Life. Yeah, we went as soon as tax. When we when we angle. bought tickets, they were like uh, liquidated. They and... were liquidated. They were on clearance. <laughs> but now that the uh, Vikings are are eight and one, oh, I just fucking hate the fact. I I think I didn't feel good this morning 
looking at the pregame when I saw Cowboys six and three. Yeah. Versus. I'm okay with it. Eight and one. I just I'm okay ma- with it. Just, Let's get this it is just good. Made me. This is good. We're six and three. Soon to be seven and three. Soon to be. Can Fan Nation is also zero and one um, for live games. So we're changing that today. We're trying to. We're this week. It's going to be. We're going to be. We're going to be two and one. All right. Well, we should. We should get going. We will be on later after the game. So anyone in here right now, we will be hopping on later tonight. I don't know what time. It's probably going to be around. My guess is like it's going to be later. Yep. We, but we will absolutely be doing a post game tonight. So if you're up late, um, follow the socials at Cowboys Can Fan on TikTok and also on Instagram. I will be posting videos throughout the day of our shenanigans we're getting into around the stadium. Uh, be sure to check it out. That's going to be your best spot to follow along with us. Oh, hey, and guess what? Crack them if you got it. Crack them if you got them, son. Got him, son. Let's go. Are we still on there? Uh, Can you still hear me? No, I don't think so. <laughs> well, <laughs> fizzle sticks. Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's Miro. I've used those technical shape packs way too many times. And stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in. But you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done. Is it... Miro, easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.